So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking to Andy Dane Carter about how do you go from five to 48 to $102 million in sales, but wait, there's more. We also want to unpack the mindset of sushi dinners and fancy cars versus buying more rental properties, and then what's the greatest hook to get your team to be retained forever. Andy, welcome to the show, man. This is podcast number two? Yes, two. I think we've done... I mean, I was on your show. You've been on my show. Yes, and correct. We, we've shared the stage a couple times. Absolutely. Um, so, Andy, for the people that don't uh, know who you are or follow you, um, we want to talk about, you know, zero, really, five to 48 to 102. We want to talk about switching to an investor mindset. We want to talk about retention. But I think it's important that people have some context for your backstory. Sure. So give us, like, the short version for the person that's ever never met you before. Like, who is Andy Dane Carter? Sure. Great question. And here's probably like the two minute version of it. So I was literally raised the poor kid. And it's Mm -hmm. so, so important of like how this whole entire thing started for me. I was raised by a single mom, we struggled, we didn't have a refrigerator, it was a cooler. And I got to see from a very, very young age, like, life can be really difficult. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be your entire story. Right. So around 12 years old, I started to kind of write my own story. Yeah. I started working and I started hustling yep. and I've got so many stories kind of around that, but I was a worker. Yeah. I did not get really good grades in school, severely dyslexic, all kinds of like, I probably have like ADD and like ADHD. I've got it all. Yeah. It's a superpower when trained. Yes. Right. So for me, I just, school was hard. I was always spaced out thinking of sure. stuff. So I sure. wasn't like the greatest student on earth, but I've been working my butt off since I was about 12. Yeah. And I've been in a lot of different industries and I fell into real estate and I was like, wait a minute. But you fell into real estate differently. You came in, wasn't it REOs or was it just investments? Yeah. So it was 2008. Yeah. This entire market is yeah. crashing. Yeah. It's imploding. Yeah. I was just leaving a really strong career as a wine sommelier and these people are like why is the wine guy going into real estate right and they're like good luck pal and i was like that's all i needed to yeah thank you but it was straight to flipping i went from like here's my license Mm -hmm. and we started flipping houses and then scaling that to these crazy syndications and buying holds and then it was kind of off to the races and so many people I, I met, um, you know, over the last three decades, whether they started in like 89, 90, 91, 92, became some of the best ever. So the ones that like really crushed through 2007, 8, 9, 10, were able to pivot and navigate and figure out short sales and REOs and maintain relationships with their database and still do the right things. Um, those are some of the best of the best. But you took a different path. You, you went kind of straight into then REOs, then syndications, and then buying units, and then writing a book, you know, your first hundred doors, which right. was fabulous. And you Thank owe me you. a copy for both my I children. Two. Yes, I sure do. Yes. Um, so, so they get a little more context, but was it was a couple of years ago, we were talking about this last night at dinner that, you know, you're sitting backstage at my summit and literally like Tim Smith, Cole Banker, number one agent sitting next to Chris Voss, the FBI negotiator sitting next to Christoph Chu from Beverly Hills, sitting next to Maxine and Marty Gellens from La Jolla. And you're like, 
wait a minute, like what, what's going on here? Maybe, maybe I could do some deals in real estate. hundred percent. And you were, you know, you were kind of active, right? So that was your, you were at like 5 million. Yes. So you went from five to 48 to 102. Yes. Someone listening right now hears that and they're like, wait a minute. Like, okay, so what did he do? So let's, let's unpack five to 48, 48 to 102. Like what were the building, like literally the tactical, as I move away from the microphone, yep. building blocks of what you did. 100%. So with so, the blocks, what did you do first? Right, so here's the visual. Is it literally started from a thought mm -hmm. that I had yep. at your summit. Yep. And I was like, wait a minute. I was just coming off a really, really hard year mm -hmm. in the space of multifamily, yep. syndication yep. and scaling, yep. lost millions of dollars on these deals I couldn't put together still. Yep. And I was just like, that was frustrating for me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. And I literally just went around the table of all the people that you just said, yeah. what do you do? How'd you do it? Yep. And I was like, how much do you guys make? Like, how does this whole yeah. thing work? Like yeah. a seven-year-old. Yeah. My superpowers, I'm like, why? How'd you do that? How come? Yeah. How'd you do this? Part? Why? 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 Daddy? Why? 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 Yeah. And because I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. And I had the biggest epiphanies. I'm standing all the way in the back from there. And mm -hmm. I see how many people are at this like, it was an amazing show in Roxbury. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all these little teams, I go, I'm going to make a SEAL Team 6. Right. And I'm going to do it with my skill set, yep. like as a brander, as a marketer, mm -hmm. and as a real estate investor, because I love to serve people at the highest level. Yep. I could sell some homes, yep. and I could work with buyers, and I could figure it out. So I literally like just kind of was like, okay, okay so, so here's the had, idea. Yeah, you got the idea. Right, the idea. I'm going to build a SEAL Team. Correct. But I literally asked the best in the game right how'd modeled, you do it why yeah, you modeled a bunch of rock stars correct and what did they tell you to do what did you hear uh like who was the first hire the second hire the third hire yeah and then what marketing went first second third super good question uh so the first thing i did was like okay where am i going to operate so for me mm -hmm. it was a space yeah right yep. so then from the space i mean i was getting hit up by all so many people, Every I'm like, team, yeah, yeah, like all these different yeah, social brokers, media things. Yes, yeah. everything. And I was yeah. like, look, you know, what? I'm going to build this thing my way. So the first thing mm -hmm. I did is I got two young, like rock stars. Yeah. Sales agents? Or Sales admin. agents, yes. Okay. And then from there, I learned really, really quickly that I've got tons of ideas and I can work my butt off and I get everybody fired up. But my operations are absolute dog shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm the worst. Yeah. I've got the greatest TC on the planet. She's she's like she's kind of like my assistant as well, mm -hmm. but she has severe OCD, right? Which is amazing for me. Be perfect and detail oriented. Love it. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much the team, and then mm -hmm. we started to slowly kind of stack those things. So yeah. I was really lucky because we actually own a marketing company, yeah, and it's all digital. So I could like use that as leverage to help the stuff I was kind of already doing. So that worked out really well. Plus, right. I like that piece. I right. like the branding. I like right. the marketing. It's fun for me and I understand it. Yep. I know how this thing works on Google and YouTube and Instagram. Like in my show, on my podcast, I'm like, mm -hmm. I just need to point this thing somewhere yeah. and see if it works. Yeah, I love it. And it was a lot harder than I thought and you warned me, mm -hmm. you're like, Listen, bud, this is this is not like this space over here of investing. Everything looks good on paper, right? Yes. What's the, the great Mike Tyson quote? Everybody's got a plan until you get punched you in the get face. You get punched in the face. And you got punched in the face a hundred times. Over and over right. again. Here's Here was block number 
too, though, yeah. is I gave myself enough runway to win. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to be the best in my little zone. How do I get there? Yep. Here's my seven-year plan, mm -hmm. and I'm going to suck shit the first couple of years because yep. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I was We're talking like tactical, like listing presentation, buyer consultation, you know, like you know how to analyze deals and do deals and meet with, you know, people that are off market and say, this is why you should sell me your property. hundred percent. But it's very different when you go into a high end listing appointment, right? Or a, a, an everyday listing appointment and you're competing against multiple people. Yes. Locals in the marketplace. Oh, Andy's, Andy's more of an investor. He's not really a real estate agent. And that was my Achilles heel yeah. for like these two years. Right. It's now starting to turn, yeah. but man, that was hard because that's how everybody saw me. And right. I'm like, no, I have a sign in the front yard of people's houses, but that's a very different skill set than the one that I had. I also right. love people, love to work with people, yeah. but it's a different game. And there's people that have been doing real estate 30, 40, 50 years in my zone. Right. And that's just, that's what they're known for. Right. And like I come in. So it was it was just a little bit different. So give us some tactical things you did to switch the brand from Andy the investor to Andy the agent. Correct. So I went all in mm -hmm. on my social and print. Mm -hmm. If you look me up right now, I do not look like a real estate syndicator. I yeah. look like a real estate broker. Right. Everything mm -hmm. I am facing the public right now mm -hmm. is very much like buyer seller. Yeah. As yeah. much as you guys can take. Right. And right. I'm doing Tons of Instagram, tons mm -hmm. of print. Here was the problem. As soon as I was all fired up, it's built. I'm going full gas. Right. COVID hits. Yeah. And I'm like, awesome. Yes. This is going to scare so many people. Right. We tripled our budget for marketing, tripled our print, mm -hmm. tripled our digital spend. What print were you doing? Give us an I, example. I was literally doing just listed, just sold. Here's what I would like to do. Like postcards. Postcards. Yeah. Like yeah. these old school, mm -hmm. like foundational pieces are still incredible. Plus Absolutely. I sell, not sell, send tons of these letters to investors mm -hmm. every single month. Yeah. I was already doing that. So I just took that and made a pivot to like, here's a homeowner with tons of equity. Have you ever thought of X? Mm -hmm. What's your strategy for this? So are you saying you're sending postcards that say that? Are these similar to the investor letters that would be hand addressed, hand stamped, potentially non-branded? Are we talking more of that? Both. Okay. I would do this whole thing and I was trying to hammer them from their phones mm -hmm. and from their mailbox. Okay. Most people between the ages of, let's call it like 50 and 75 to 80, yep. they still open mail. Right. And they're sitting on... 400,000, 500,000, 800,000. The guy you're talking about, the Long Beach guy on the water. Yes. $4 million in equity, right? Tons. And they don't know what to do with it. They want to invest in more real estate. They need someone to help them with that vehicle. So are you saying to the person that's listening, they should be doing some data mining to figure out who has the most equity in their property, not just investors, but everyone? Every human that owns a house. It's an opportunity for you to make one more touch point with them. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's here's why you received this letter today. Yeah. Here's why you received this phone call. You are solidifying yourself again as the local expert. Yeah. You care about them. It's service value value. If you send them a letter that says, I got a buyer for your neighborhood, everybody does. Right. Thanks, doctor. Right. But like, what's your strategy? Yeah. What's your plan? Yeah. And here was a huge piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. I hired a coach. Yes. Like I got a really amazing coach through your guys's organization that really helped me stay organized. Cause for me, that's hard for you. It's, it's almost impossible. You should ask my wife. It's, it's just, it's not what I'm good at. Yeah. But it's something that's so 
easily hired out. Yes. And then I just kind of stayed on target. And again, I jump all over the place. Mm -hmm. But for me, I need it and I love coaching yeah. and love mentors. I've had yeah. two amazing ones through your organization. Yeah. Love my coach now. Uh, shout out to Jeff Mays. Mm -hmm. But it's like, he's got these old school tactics. Right. That's what I needed to learn. Yeah. I know I wanted those foundational pillars in the industry. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get good at them. So let, let's go back through. Your hires were, you, you started with two salespeople and you got an amazing transaction coordinator who yes. also is kind of an assistant. Yes. Um, is that the same team at 102 million or was that the five to 48 team? Uh, so that was the five to 48 team. Mm -hmm. And then we still only have, I have five sales agents. Mm -hmm. we, have, um, we have a marketing manager and we have like an operations manager. And then me. And, and what's great is with your average sales price, and just to be clear, like average sales price is a million, is yeah, it's like one, two one. million, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not talking like $20 million houses and you did five of them. No. Right? Like mm -mm. you're doing a lot of transactions. A lot of grinding. Really fast. All right. And then you mentioned on the marketing side, you said, you know, obviously we're doing a lot of social. So a lot of, a lot of it was had to rebrand yourself from Andy, the real estate investor, because you already have a couple hundred thousand people that follow you on all these social channels. Yes. And they know you as the syndicator, the fix and flipper. And now all of a sudden, all those people are now seeing you as, hey, Andy's out doing an open house. Right. Andy, Andy's just walked out of a listing appointment and won the listing. Andy just had 15 offers on a property. Yes. Do you think that is relevant to the person that's listening today? Like, should they be doing the same? And we would call that like almost case study marketing, right? Like not, not so much educational, but like you want to hire a broker like this? You want to hire an agent who just did, you know, had 15 offers on their listing? Would you recommend that for the average person listening today? Yes, do it all. Test it for you, test it for your market. Right. There's so many people that do a really good job behind the computer. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. I'm in the streets, I'm like out there doing it, but you gotta test it. Yeah. I literally thought it was gonna take like three to six months and everybody's gonna know exactly what I do. Right. It was wrong. Right. You know, I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to admit like mm -hmm. and it's but now it's working. Yeah. So I had to get out there more and I had to be the person yep. that I was presenting to the market. Right. And that's exactly what I was trying to do. And it's fun. Yeah. I like doing open houses. Yeah. I was I was so confused. I was like, wait a minute, I get to stand here mm -hmm. for five hours and talk to people about real estate? Right. Well, sign me up. I'll do this all day. People that are curious, that, how's the market? What's oh, going on? How much is my home worth? What's this going to sell for? And I become yeah. a nerd like like uh, there was yeah. one this weekend, right? Yeah. And it was this beautiful home that we built. I'm talking about all the stuff that we used, all these mm -hmm. materials. Yeah. And then it took me to a completely different level with them because they're like, oh, you know how these homes are built. You right. know how, so it's not just like, it's so much more than just doing the sales and the volume and here's a record sale. Right. I am not, so I'm not your like name tag wearing realtor. Yeah. And I pride myself on just offering more value than that. Mm -hmm. And there was a client I just signed yesterday from like over the phone. They've been using this amazing agent forever that does most of the deals in this zone that I'm trying to break into. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be a hard one to crack. Right. And then they chose me and I asked them, why did you pick me? I'm yeah. just curious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's literally what they said. You know so much more than the average bear. Bingo. Bingo. So what about, you also said mail and phone calls. Yes. So give us, give us a sense of uh, is it you making the phone calls? Is it you and the team making the phone calls? Is it only the team making phone calls? And what's the frequency? Who are you calling? What are you saying? Sure. So it's mostly the team, mm -hmm. but like I still have my number. Yeah. 
And it's not as big as it should be, yeah. but it's something. And right. so for me, daily victories are really important. Yeah. And like, I'm also a full-time dad, full-time husband. Like right. my whole world is right. that. Right. This is this is my side hustle. Yeah. So like the real thing is me at home. Yeah. So the first year I was like, I need to make all my calls today or I'm a loser and all that stuff. Yeah. And I tested it. And yeah. for me, it was much better for me to call certain people and check in with my phone yeah. and keep those relationships going right. with the plan. The right. plan was converting mindset of I'm not just the investor. I'm now like your local expert to sell your property. Right. So I was checking in with those topics. So how do you manage, this is somebody, someone's going to be asking this question. Yeah. Okay. So wait a minute. So we're talking, you know, 75 to hundred transactions, right? With just based on the average sales price and the mm -hmm. volume. And you just said, you know, family, full-time husband, full-time dad, you know, you and I've talked about this and, and had this conversation. We had it last night at dinner, sure, right? Like yeah, it's, yeah. You know, with a six and eight year old, like right. your desire to be home, someone's listening right now, like going, but wait a minute, like my sellers call me at eight 30 at night. You know, my clients are texting me at nine saying, I just found a house. Hey, Andy, did my offer get accepted at, you know, 10 o'clock at night? How do you manage all of that? You can set up your life the way you want to, but you have to over communicate with everybody in it. Yeah. It's really important. Clients, my wife, my kids, mm -hmm. there are blocks in my day. Good luck getting a hold of me. Yeah. But I will text you right back, call you in two hours. Yeah. Here's what I'm doing right now. I love to communicate with people because mm -hmm. that's the kind of service that I want. Right. And I like so to- So you're not going dark on them, but you're like, hey, I'm with, but, but then if your phone's blowing up- Then the phone blows up. Yeah. The empire will not crumble if I don't get to something for an hour or two. Yeah. It took me a long time to realize that. Yeah. So many people burn the candle at both ends like a sparkler. Right. In this industry, this is the hottest market. I got to get this client. It's so yeah. competitive. Yeah. I don't want to lose them. Yeah. Your clients will- so much more respect you saying, hey, with my kids right now, call you in an hour. You just became a better human to them. Right. And for me, that's like, and that's my truth. You know, so I like to over communicate that kind of stuff. At the same time, I fail all the time. That's my wife. Like I try, mm -hmm. right. but at the same time, it's this conscious effort of like, how do I, and I'm getting really not good. I'm getting better at delegating a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Like here, talk to Corey. He's He's amazing. He knows this neighborhood way better than I do. Yeah. Right. So it's like I'm starting to do that more. It's hard for me, like in the beginning, because I'm trying to build. Right. But it's just it was so fun for me to kind of watch those things. But you have you have to have your time. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody gets that. We're you know we're we're coming out of the you know pandemic, right? Mass mandates being lifted, all these things happening. Mm -hmm. That's such a positive, and yet. Um, we were talking earlier about Dr. Daniel Amen and the mm -hmm. importance of having someone like that who's focusing on mental health, focusing on brain health. Um, and I just, I would say to the listener, like, maybe it's time for you to check in with the way you're managing your time. Maybe it's time for you to check in with your commitments, right? 100%. Your ability to say no, your ability to be polite and say not at this time. That's right. That's hard for people. It's very hard, especially like we have no idea when this market's going to shift. Right. It could be 10 years. It right. could be in 10 minutes. Right. So right. everybody's got this. But if you have this scarcity mindset where I'm only going to do business while it's busy and everything else, there's a small part of me that mm -hmm. cannot wait for this market to implode because I have tools to crush in that market right. that I haven't been able to deploy in a while. Right. But this whole thing with like your schedule, you get to set it up the way you want. 
Right. And your freedom comes from your schedule. Thank I know God. exactly where the blocks are. My anxiety goes down when my schedule's full. Right. Because I know. Ex- I know exactly what I have to do today. I, I do the same thing every morning. Yeah. Monday through Sunday. Yep. Doesn't matter what's going on. I do the same thing at night before I go to bed. Yeah. I mean, that's where all the power comes from. Yeah. It's um, it's so it's so easy to hear it, and I'm just acknowledging for the person listening right now. Like, sure, we've all been in that state of like flow, right? When we are in control of our day, when mm-hmm. we're in control of our time, it, it's almost like when we're in offense. And I feel like a lot of people today, Andy, that I'm talking to, find themselves in this sort of defensive position, like they're 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 on their heels, not leaning in, ready to strike. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were talking to that person right now and they were like, Andy, everything you're saying sounds great. We haven't even talked about how to invest yet. Right. right? And, but, but I feel like I'm just, I'm on my heels, right? How do I go from on my heels to back on offense, right? With my schedule, with my marketing, with my prospecting. Is it just a decision? What is it? Yes. You put yourself on your heels. Yeah. Which means you have the power to put yourself on the balls of your toes and right. punch like Mike Tyson. Right. Our choices we make are so important. Yes. Across the board. We have all the power. Right. If my day is shitty, mm-hmm. my fault. Right. If my day is amazing, my fault. Right. I get to create that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing with like just life. Life happens, school and kids. This person didn't show up. I like I get it. Yeah. But when you can hit pause. That's why I start my days the same way. As soon as my brain turns on, I don't care what time of it is, three, four in the morning, I do a five minute to 10 minute max meditation. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work in the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. Yeah, I'm barely awake, but I'm like praying. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going through my stuff, right? right. Little meditation, get super clear on like what I'm actually grateful for. A gratitude practice in the morning, even if it's one thing you say, I agree. It changes your energy, right? And now I'm telling the day I'm in a good mood, even if I'm not yet. So uh, I get like these daily, uh, you know, emails. By the way, looking at my niece that always makes me smile. But one of these, so they got this daily affirmation. You ready for this? This is what yeah. I read first thing this morning when yeah. I got up. I fully surrender to the universe and trust that everything is working out in my favor. All of my manifestations will soon be coming into reality. I remain centered and at peace in the present moment. I will be strong and continue to have faith. I am blessed. I am finally receiving what I've been desiring. It's all forming at this very moment. Done. And I read that this morning and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) right? Yeah. Now, every one of us in business is in the middle of a battle in some way, shape or form. Every day. Right. But I read that and then I I read it to my wife before I left to go pick you up in the morning. That's the key. And I was like, baby, listen to this. Cause she was like, okay, we're, you know, we got this going on and that going on and this going on and that going on. It's like, I don't need any more anxiety, baby. I already know. Right. Like, but you know, we're like, we're in this together. I read her this and she's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I was like, I'll send you a copy. That's called read that a couple times today. Intimacy. So for you're sure. doing all of it with that took 28 seconds. Right. 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 I don't care who you are, how busy you are. Yeah. You got 30 seconds to right. read something. Right. 
let it sink in. Yeah. And the key is what most people don't do. You share it. Right. You become of service. Yeah. You, you're like, oh, my wife would love this. Yes. So now you're connecting yep. in the morning and you're setting your intentions together because yep. that's how you guys build all this stuff. Oh, man. You, just for everybody out there, too. If I go to my notes in my phone, Andy, you'll appreciate this. The first thing I have saved is the 2022 affirmations. Yep. And I was like, I was literally saying like to myself last December, like, okay, what am I affirming right now? Right. It's just, it's just that stop and pause. Like not that I was back on my heels, but I was, I was leaning in and doing the work. And I think everybody listening can appreciate this. Sometimes we lean in and we do the work, but we forget why we're actually doing it. What are we actually building? Like, what does it look like? Am I just working for working or am I working because of something I want with my family? Right. More experiences. But so just redoing these and going through and everything from like, you know, being a better husband to being a better dad, to being a better friend, to being physically fit, all that's inside there. And every day when I do it, I find myself like leaning in. That's right. Right. Like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. Any other closing thoughts on that? Because we got this and I want to yeah, talk investing. Because that's a choice. Right. You are choosing right. to do this. It's never been easier to do like a five minute meditation. Right. There's so many apps out there to help you breathe, breathe box, but it's being intentional with right. your words that you use because right. they're so powerful. Yes. And if you start the day with like, all you think about is that stupid email that you didn't send or it's yeah. negative, negative, negative. Right. I guarantee that's how your day will be. For sure. hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay. One, somebody's going to ask though, so you're prospecting, the five salespeople are prospecting, you're doing lots of open houses. You mentioned building a house. Does that meant you were the actual builder of the property? So was that like a fix and flip or was that yes. a ground up? Both. So how was it both? Okay. <laughs> so it was supposed to be a flip. Yeah. And it, it turned into more of like literally just stripping the whole thing to Got the it. studs and Got then it. just rebuilding. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. two projects that we have literally from the ground up. Yeah. But for me- mm -hmm. They're risky right now. Yeah. And I'm super, but it's fun to have a partner right. who's a seasoned builder. And it's like, look, I don't want to do them myself. Right. I mean, there's I'll only be a, a GP with you on this deal. Yes. Okay. And that's I don't want to be the only GP. A hundred percent. And that's been in, my move. Inflation, interest rates, inventory, war. Yes. All this does, you know, create a little, we're going to get into that in a minute too. Okay. So let's, let's go back to investing. So okay. how many doors do you own now? Uh, as of today, 126. Okay. We sold six buildings and bought four. Okay. So so you're, you've been active in the game of real estate investing for a long time. Yes. And one of the comments you made last night at dinner, which you know I've heard, I've heard this in various different ways and it, it always resonates with me is there's a lot of money to be made in residential real estate. So, so are you only going to spend it on sushi dinners and hot cars? Or are you going to start buying more assets? Yeah. So, so how do we get the person listening right now who says things like, but prices are so high, right? There's no deals to be had in my marketplace, right? Or I don't have the cash, right? All those are valid objections for the person that is sitting there on their heels. Right. How do we get them to lean in? Think outside the box. It's really easy to make an excuse. Right. It's totally different when you've tried 20 different ways to buy this property and it's just not working, mm -hmm. then I'll actually listen to your bullshit excuses. Right. But the fact that there's no inventory, it's too expensive, mm -hmm. I can't afford, all that stuff I can't even hear. I right. start getting triggered and mad because I just know right. it's not true. Right. I literally bought like my first property with my full commission check yeah. from that deal. Yeah. And there's, 
There's so many ways to do it. It's painful. But most mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that I see that are in this industry would rather look rich on Instagram than be wealthy for real. Right. That's a that's a hashtag. <laughs> Long one, but it's a good hashtag. No, yeah. it's, and it's I agree. And it's I frustrating agree. for me yeah. to watch. And yeah. there's some dear friends of mine. Yeah. They close a few deals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're going on vacation. Right. So the next week, I just see them traveling. Right. Great. But like, if you're showing your clients that, it shows me that your fun is more important than your business. And right. if that's you, that's fine. I'm not here to judge on that. But it's when you come and complain, I can't afford this, I can't do this. No, that's another choice. Right. You're choosing sushi dinners and these shiny watches and cars. Mm-hmm. And look, all that mm-hmm. stuff is awesome. Yeah. My tenants give me all of that. Exactly. Exactly. And they pay the mortgage and they pay the taxes and expenses. So we're again, you know, for the, <laughs> if you hadn't figured out, we had dinner last night. So we were chatting about this. I think, I think back to so many mentors I have, and I, I shared with you a story of one of my mentors, his boss who bought a very large building in LA and, and my, my mentor was saying, Hey, you overpaid on this deal a ton. Right. And the owner of the company, his boss said, yeah, but in 20 years, this is going to be a deal. Mm-hmm. And the guy was 70 when he bought the building. Right. In 20 years. And the guy's still alive. And that building has probably gone up two and a half times. Of course. Minimum. Minimum. He has a legacy mindset. Talk about that. It's so different. Mm-hmm. And when I had kids, that turned into a whole different thing for me. Right. I look at those children and I'm like, they're not going like to see any kind of how I was raised. Yeah. Super important. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of money. I had to scrape and scratch and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I got really good at partnerships. Yeah. Like the second deal I bought, mm-hmm. I put in all the money I had, which was like $62,000. I mm-hmm. got 3% of the deal. Three. Yeah. I And I spent every penny because I really wanted to see how that kind of deal structure works. Yeah. What was the deal? What? So it was family or yeah. So it was a a, like 10 unit Mm -hmm. building Mm -hmm. that was in Wilmington that we still have in the portfolio that we got for nine something. That's now worth two point. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's one of those things. And within three years, Mm -hmm. I got all my money back plus, plus, plus. And now I have a strong position within that building for the rest of my children's life. Right. I think it's important for the person to listen. Uh, If you haven't, if you haven't, if you didn't listen to the interview I did with Dan Blackwell, mm. right, who literally mm. said commercial real estate broker, specializes in multifamily, mm-hmm. right, owns, I think he said like 30, 35 doors now, mm-hmm. right? Um, but he said, as a commercial broker, selling multifamily deals, I wasn't in the game until somebody offered me a syndication. That's right. And he said, I put like 25 grand into the syndication. He goes, I still have it today. Yep. Right? So, so for the person listening, right, maybe it isn't just you going out and find that duplex or that fourplex or that eightplex. And we both know the financing's better on, you know, two, three, and four than it is at five, six, seven, eight, ten, you know, five hundred. Um, well, the higher you get it actually gets better. Yes. But if you're looking at those deals, even if you got into a, a situation where you could find the property and then do a syndication, that's one that may be too advanced, or just Google today who's doing real estate multifamily syndications in my town. Yep. Because Dan just said, I just got into a deal, 25 grand, and to, ready? I get monthly dividend checks right. from the rent. Mm-hmm. I get a tax break because mm-hmm. I'm an owner in this asset, plus I get appreciation. And then five years later, they refi and pull a bunch of cash out. Correct. And you get a little windfall, and your 25 grand has already been returned to you multiple times over. 
and they say, do you want out? And you said, let it ride. That's right. I would love for the person listening just to do that work, just to get exposed, right? Because then maybe they can just tiptoe in and I don't recommend putting all 62,000 of your only amount of cash into a deal. Agreed. That's I was at a very different point in my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I pre-kids. All like, that. You were Pre-married, like, I'm yeah. going all in, that's right? That's right. It was to learn. Right. My goal was to yeah. learn. Yeah. And that's the same thing is if you have a, I don't know, like a $20,000 check that you got, but you have got right. some money, some saved, right. and you've been thinking about it, you don't need to wear all the hats. Syndication is an amazing vehicle yeah. for you to place it and then Bingo. feel what it feels like to be an investor. Right. But this game... All of my mentors are in their 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. They're like, just walk. Right. When you walk in this business, you win. When you yeah. run, you get yourself in a pickle. Yeah. But if you've already done some research and you're already in the space of real estate anyways, yeah. get in. Or you use that within your team. Yeah. Let's say everybody on the team throws in five grand. Mm -hmm. That becomes your down. Now you own a building together. Bingo. You do your own syndication. And if that's not you because you're afraid, cool, find somebody who does it. Right, right, right. Right, 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 right. Okay, so how do you, so let, let's just say you're talking to somebody right now It's like, well, I know there's like duplexes and triplexes and fourplexes in my area. How do you find them? Yep. How do you find off-market deals? Mm -hmm. How do you market to them so you could maybe be the one that can buy it yep. or syndicate it or list it and ride along with a partner, maybe put your entire 6%, 5% commission into the deal course you with me on this mm -hmm. so so just walk us through that so how do i find them how do i market to them okay right and what's working to get those people to respond to you here's our entire playbook give it to and us. this is probably going to sting a little bit in long beach where i'm at but i'm like here's what we do right. i literally say everyone from long beach california <laughs> Close your ears. turn this off Close your ears. so like there's tons of letters that we send out, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to the person that yeah. maybe owns one. Maybe yeah. they live there as well. We're trying to get to that person directly before it's on the market, mm -hmm. right? For the first thing, for me to buy. Yeah. I'm at the tip of the pyramid. So it's for me first. Then it's for our entire list of investors. Mm -hmm. If they're not really interested or if the sellers don't like our math around it, right? then we take it as a listing. Yeah. So our worst case scenario right. is it becomes a listing for our team for our residential real estate business. Mm -hmm. And then we use that to do more business and market everything off. So it's a treed tiered system. Right. But when you have the control of the deal, you have multiple options with that asset. Right. And you can do a lot of different things. You can push your commission in to make the deal sweeter for them. Right. Or you can change. It's endless. That's why they're like, oh, I just couldn't figure it out thing drives me bananas. Right. You haven't tried hard enough. Right. Right. So it's how you get to these people, but it's it's male. Mm -hmm. A lot of these older folks, they're not on Instagram and Facebook. Right. So hand addressed, hand stamped, non-branded, right? Both. We do both. Okay. So you do a combination of the two. Yes. Um, so what's the letter say? It's super simple. Mm -hmm. It says, not sure if you know this, mm -hmm. but it's crazy here in California. Mm -hmm. It's been the, like, it's, it's super simple highest, to basically hit the highest things ever. Yeah. This yeah. stuff is selling like, you know, crazy. Plus, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe rent control is now statewide in California. Right. What are your strategies around that? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? I can't believe they're trying to like crush the 1031 exchange right. in Washington. Right. What? Right. People that have owned real estate for long, long periods of time, they're so out of touch with what's really going on. Yeah. Well, especially when you look at the numbers like... um 
20 million out of 138 million properties are rental properties, mm -hmm. right? And 80% of them, even today with 9% of the transactions last year, the increase of 9% transactions in the US last year was mainly investors. Of course. Right? The KKRs of the world, all, HR, mm -hmm. like all these guys that are just buying They're crushing as right many now. SFRs as they can. Um, but the 80% that own all these properties, in most cases, are, are people like you and I, mm -hmm. but not, not in our shoes of what we do professionally. They're just... They're, they're my mom who owns they got a couple. 30, you know, single family properties in Palm Desert and a couple, you know, triplexes and then a bunch of commercial real estate. She has a sense of it, but not a pulse of it. That's our target. Yeah. That's the person that you can actually have a real conversation with mm -hmm. that I do really well with on the phone. Right. Because we're kind of in the same zone. Right. It's impossible to get to these giant tapes that own hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. They're like, screw, like it's, it's impossible. But most of the people are these mom and pops. Right. And a lot of them are trying to trade down. They're trying to liquidate to mm -hmm. leave California, yeah. come to Dallas or right. come to Tennessee. Yeah. Or they're like, we're going to Florida or whatever. Over it. Yeah. Whatever your plan is. Yeah. So these hooks within these letters are, what's your strategy around this? Would you like to hear how we got 28 tenants relocated when you couldn't evict anybody? Right. Question mark. Yeah. Here's my number. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's, we, and like anything else, it's a numbers game. If if 3% respond, 4% respond, 5% respond. But what's the frequency? How how many people and how often are you marketing to them? Right. So for that particular asset, yeah. it's yeah. it's usually about somewhere around 12,000 pieces of mail go out. Mm -hmm. It's pretty targeted list, but it's right. once a month. Right. Okay. So when people hear this, it's interesting. Like when you look at the sort of core methodology of what we believe as a company, right, for our clients, it's having multiple lead generation pillars, right? And non-owner occupied has been a big one for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a place where whether it's the CMA a day campaign or a marketing campaign like this, right. or making the phone calls and saying, I notice you own multiple properties. Would you like an updated valuation? Has anybody taken the time to tell you that home prices are up 32% and last year they were up 29%. So you've got a lot of equity sitting in this property. You know, do you have the right interest rate? Is this your forever investment property? Have you thought about 1030? I'm just just having those conversations. And what I love about the investment side is like the the deal that we just bought in Dallas. There was another offer on the deal. My wife sat down with a guy and just talked about like life and real estate and right. how to take care of your tenants. And he accepted our offer over the relationship side, right. right? Which was interesting because so many deals are done like that, but they start out non-emotional. That's right. Math. You with me? Right, where like, if I said to you, to you and your wife, sell me your house, you're like, oh, but our kids in our backyard and the way we live, it's a very emotional transaction. But in in deals, it's numbers first and then kind of relationships. Like, does it make sense? Are you the right person? Yada, yada, yada. And you could flip that and say, it's relationships, then it's math, yeah, right? But it's spot on. There's yeah. so many conversations that we have with these sweet old ladies. Right. They're literally calling mad at me because they're tired of getting my letters. <laughs> they want to come off the list right? because they get so many at this point, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. then I just start talking. Right. I right. like, I'm just talking to them as a person. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. so funny for my team to listen. They're like, she was so pissed. What'd you do? Right. And I'm like, I was just me. Yeah. And I was just, I, and I was cool. And she goes, all right, honey, actually leave me on the list. I'm probably not going to sell, but you know, and it's like, I changed that whole dynamic, but people want to do deals with people that are that are nice right? and that have actually some kind of plan for them. And we do a lot of that. Yeah. And there's people, there's some of these ladies in their nineties that are mm -hmm. like, okay, so they want to do an exchange. Right. And I'm like, 
why? And she's like, well, I just want to set this thing up for my grandkids and everything else because they care. They have that legacy mindset. Yeah. They've watched what real estate has done for them for decades mm -hmm. and they know it's fun and they can make it better. Right, right, right. Okay, so we're clear on zero or really five to 48, 48 to, you know, to, uh, I mean, it's just so nuts, 48 to 102. We talked a little bit about the mindset and I think it's just, it's important for everybody. Like you've heard me interview multiple people that are all saying the same thing. It's a lot of money to be made. But when the music stops, and it always does, and I don't mean like yes. real estate ends, I just mean, sure. you know, the the market, you know, velocity that we've been in for the last, you know, two years, and some could argue really since 2010, Agreed. right? That eventually that slows down. And what are you left with? If you blew all the cash, right? And you got nothing to show for it, like that would be a problem. So everybody's heard the same thing, buy one investment property a year, right? I've literally said to people, take your existing house, refi, pull the cash out, go buy another one. Right. But by new construction, make that your investment property. That's as right. an example. That's right. Right. Like there's so many things, but it's just deciding. You have to decide. Here's right. what I want your entire crew to hear. Mm -hmm. I worked my butt off last year. I, I mean, worked did. my yeah. butt off to hit yeah. that metric. Yeah. Worked my face to the bone. Yeah. Then I sit down with my CPA and he breaks down how much my investment portfolio in real estate mm -hmm. made. Mm -hmm. It was five, almost six times what I made doing listings, yeah. right. having these horrible emails, right. people screaming at yeah. me. Yeah. And I'm just like, why doesn't everybody in the space of real estate yeah. have this thing to quote unquote fall back on? Right. But for me, it's not a fall back. That's the horse pulling everything forward. 100%. Do you know how much nicer that is? It's so easy to be kind when you're yeah. like, I don't need Right. I don't care if, like, it's different. Yeah. But it's so fun for me because it wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like, I started to set this up when I was in, I was like 32, 33 years old. And you're old now. And 40, I'm 45. 45. I'm a dinosaur. Yeah. Exactly. But, but it just feels yeah. good to know right. that, like, this is so real for everybody. Yeah. And that's the part where I get really frustrated. Yeah. Like, if you're making 100, 200, 300 grand a year in GCI, and you're not buying something, right? I don't want to hear a peep out of you. A little money into a syndication deal, your own deal, something. Something. Don't don't put it on someday aisle, right? No. Like that mystical island way out there. Someday when I finally have a, when I get enough, no, you just got to start. And you'll find the deal. As soon as you decide, right. a deal will show up. Always. 100%. So let's talk about the last part, which was, you know, you had mentioned part of your strategy and if you really want to retain your people, mm is to get them invest with you or right. have them start doing deals. So right. um, just give us like tactics. Like what have you said to your team or do they come to you because you're an investor? Yes. So 90%, yeah. they want to learn how to do the yeah. principles that are taught within the book, 100 right. Doors. Right. And a lot of them, they've been following me yeah. and they're like, okay, yeah. here's some money finally I have. Right. What do I do? Right. But right. every single real estate team can do this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be just, oh, there's ways to basically structure it where yep. all these young guns, mm -hmm. they Bitcoin and crypto and Lamborghinis and all I this know. stuff, it's, it's yeah. insane. It's but crazy. They, they still, they're thinking about some kind of like placement of capital in their 20s where most people right. didn't think about this years yeah. ago yeah. until you're like much older. So if you show them how to buy a duplex, mm -hmm. right? Or show them, hey, your first year, it's going to be rough, but then you're going to start to make some money. You're going to mm -hmm. start to save some money. I'm going to show you how to buy 
3.5% down. Yeah. You're going to get your first duplex. You're going to live in one of the units. Right. You're going to rent out the other one. House it's hacking. House hacking 100%. I'm, I yeah. love it. Yeah. It's my favorite way to get into the game. Yeah. And then you're a landlord, and now you're sharing mm-hmm. that experience with your clients. Yeah. Like, oh, here's my duplex that I just bought. Mm-hmm. It raises your level of credibility. Exactly. So yeah. you stack these things, and you can show them how to do it. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Yeah. There are 10 million duplex, triplex, and fourplexes in this country. You can't find one. You're not looking. Right. Right. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And when you here- drive, When you drive around in Dallas, you're going to be like- they need more houses here because I was on my so phone. Multifamily. I was getting right. so excited right. because it's this crazy metric. If you can buy a house for two hundred grand mm-hmm. and rent it out for two thousand, I'll take all of them. Exactly. Exactly. It's just math. It's simple yeah. math, and it's hedged math. I'm going to give one for uh, for all the team leaders listening, or if you're on your team, or you're a single agent. It's the same exact thing. Uh, years ago, with a couple of my clients. Um, they were finding deals, mm-hmm. right? And and here's what would happen. Like, you know when you get like that, this is an opportunity property, right? Like this is a larger lot, smaller house. Mm-hmm. This is the killer neighborhood, but a beat up property. And you know, you would enter in the MLS, Gone. 27 offers in two, you know, two seconds. And it's builders wanting it. It's all those people and, you know, family. It's everybody's on it. I'm like, so what if you created as a part of your newsletter strategy, your email strategy, your direct mail strategy, the deal of the month campaign. It's great. And you literally say, we sit together as a team, we scour the MLS, we scour the off-market transactions, and plus our team's out there you know, talking to potential people, and once a month we find one smoking deal and we tell you why it's a deal, right? And then we market it out like crazy, right? That campaign got a whole bunch of agents suddenly focusing on finding opportunity properties, right? all the things I just mentioned and more. And and all of a sudden, guess who started calling him? Investors, hmm. builders. Hey man, what else do you got? How do you build your investor list, Andy? Right, what else do you <laughs> got, right? And all of a sudden, now you've got this, like how many investors do you need? You need like, I'd say four to 12. Okay. But you don't need a ton. No, and and what you don't want is the one whale because no. that person's going to negotiate your commission down to nothing, and right? So you want a bunch of people that you could say, you guys are my super VIPs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to email you, right? I think, Andy, this is the right deal for you. But if it ain't, it's okay because I'm going to turn around and send it to Katie. Then I'm going to send it to Brian, right? And I might just send it to everybody all at once. 100%. And, and then guess what? Bam. Let you guys bid. And by the way, we're not bidding on lessening my commission. That's right. We may be raising my commission. 100%. That's literally what we do. I'm going to steal that idea. I love the deal of the month. We're doing that yeah. Thursday for sure. Yes. I'm going to start this because it's so important to have those things. Right. We have this VIP list. Mm-hmm. This was, again, Jeff Mays, my coach. Right. Shout right. out to Jeff. He's like, have you ever thought about doing like a VIP book to sign in for people there at your open houses? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, here's an idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was working amazingly. Let's go. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right. Well, And that's the whole yeah. thing. It's like, so what's the VIP list? So it's, it's, hey, we get a lot of stuff that's not on market. Right. We get a lot of stuff that's this, 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 yep. this, this. Yep. So here's what we need from you. Yeah. Name, cell phone, email, super yep. simple. Yep. You'll get an update from us monthly. Here's what's coming to market. Here's what's going on. Everybody signs up. I love it. I but love it. There's there's so many ways to win. And that could be on your website. That could be in your of link course. tree of All Instagram. Of like join my investor VIP list, right? All day. Join my off market list. I only want off-market properties. Yeah. 
No problem. Right? People need to think outside of the box yeah. and then help their agents kind yeah. of do those same things. There's so much. It's endless. Yeah. 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 All right. So Andy, we've covered a lot of ground real fast, man. This has been super fun. Uh, make sure you're following Andy on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, D all the above. Kind of closing thoughts for, I mean, we covered a lot of ground pretty quickly and it's been a super fun interview. Yeah. Um, closing thoughts for the person that's listening? Bye real estate. I guarantee that there are people that are listening to the show that have right. listened to every podcast you've ever right. produced right. and right. somewhere they're having a conversation in the back of their minds right now saying, I should have bought that property four years ago. Right. I should have bought that property 20 right. years ago. Right. What would it be worth now? Here's the thing that I say all the time from stage. Here's a conversation I've never had with anybody ever. Yeah. I'm so pumped I sold that property 20 years ago. It doesn't exist. <laughs> no. Now, but I love the, I've refinanced this now four times, right? Taking out a bunch of cash. It's been my piggy bank right. to buy. There's right. two properties that yeah. I have. I literally yeah. use them as piggy banks Yeah, and yeah. I just, I go buy more. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. That's, that's the message of the day. And the thing is for everybody listening, you can do it too. Mm -hmm. It's not some mystical thing that I'm you not don't that know smart. about, right? Like you're in the game. You're yeah. already doing deals. You're helping buyers and sellers and you're probably helping investors. Maybe it's just taking them to If you want more information saying, hey, about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, just like make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash Make sure you like, subscribe, Thanks again, share, and talk to you comments. Soon. We always want to just you know continue to serve, provide you more of what it is you want. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast.